Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now back to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM560 and FM96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. All right, welcome back to the show. Good to hear from Blake James. He was on Packer and Durham earlier today as well. And uh, joining us now is Wes Durham from the very popular Packer and Durham show. I want you to know, Wes, that I no longer watch the Today Show. I watch Packer and Durham every morning. Well, yeah, Don, I'd start laughing too. Uh, <laughs> He's the best, Joe. Joe, we got Joe. We got to find something for you to do, man. Come on, bro. Let's, let's find up. something else. I don't yeah, watch well, the Today Show need, or Good Morning America anymore. Out. Let's walk. Let's get out and do a walk. Let's get out and you know, you know, go through your emails. Let's do some things. Let's get productive. You don't need to spend time with me and Packer that much. You, get a little bit when you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just want you to know I record it every day, so no matter when I get home or I get to watch it. <laughs> no, you I don't. Know, Come on. I know Come I know on. everything about the show now, right right, right from Pac, not being able to drive the golf cart at the ACC. Oh, to that's just, just, that, how, how bad an oversight is that yeah. when the commissioner told him he was voted non-essential? Oh, what a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> what a travesty that was. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was voted that at home, so it's okay. I'm used to it. They could have voted me that. <laughs> My sweet little yeah. wife voted me non-essential years ago. Hey. Yeah, well, I got voted non-essential the first time around too, Don, so congratulations for all that club. Yeah, I'm, I'm back good. at it in a better way now, though, but it's okay. So there you go. Uh, good. Good. Well, so what do you make of the situation that we're in now here with the University of Miami? Uh, well, I, look, I, here's the thing. Up in through last weekend, 65 of the 71 games had been played as scheduled in the ACC. It was 91.5%, right? Um, and I thought, you know, we may have a chance here. I didn't think we'd pull it off all the way through, but I thought we had a chance. And let's be honest, it, at some point, somebody was going to have a longer-term deal. And, you know, Miami's is a two-week run, and that's the safe thing to do. And we're not that far away guys from the CFP being pushed back and, you know, other things like that, because there's just, there's just time. We just have to have, we just have to create more of it. That's all. It's not that we have to shut it down, 
but we have to give ourselves the best chance to finish it. And I think, you know, that's what the ACC did yesterday. Uh, you know, when Blake was with us this morning, I thought he was uh, right to credit Commissioner Swafford and the people involved in Greensboro for understanding the structure that they built when they started this with the flexibility on the back end. And yet at the same time, also understand kind of how the games needed to move, right? You knew exactly where the, the ball kind of had to be pushed in order to get this thing fixed. And the fortunate part for Miami and the fortunate part for the rest of the ACC is they were able to kind of get everybody to understand that flexibility and understand that nimbleness and get it redone. And look, I, I think you're in a you're in a position where, you know, you have a loss and it's to a team that how now has a loss. So if somebody were to upset that team, then all of a sudden you guys can take you on the way you are. You got a real chance to go to Charlotte and play Notre Dame on the nineteenth and your game with Georgia Tech would go by the board and that's okay because Remember when we started this, we talked about winning percentages, right? We never right. talked about record. We talked about winning percentage in the league. And, you know, think of it like this. We've gotten a lot further down the road than – well, we've gotten as far down the road as most of us would have hedged a bet on in July and August, right? And now we're hot, we're kind of, you know, let's see if we can get this thing finished. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of interested to see how it plays out. And yet at the same time, I feel for you guys and I feel for Jeff Collins and Georgia Tech who lost to Notre Dame on Halloween and haven't played since and aren't going to play until the 28th of November at this point. When when you look at this season, and we battle it down here, Joe and I do all the time, that it's no matter what team it is, no matter what the record is, this year has, to date, in my opinion, has already been a success. All these teams right. that have, have put everything into it, these coaches, these universities, these trainers, the doctors – just the the whole ACC. I'm just we'll just stay in our our own little box here. It, it, it these young men are going to carry this with them forever. And this is I feel fortunate to in some ways to be able to be a part of it to see how they've maneuvered and got these young men safely on the field because there is mm-hmm. no question when you watch on Saturday they love to play football. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, Don, Tom Luganville said something to me in April when, you know, we were still relatively early in this. And he said, the one thing we're going to find out is who loves football, right? Because of just the way the process was going to work. And, you know, at that time, we didn't understand protocols. We didn't understand testing. And, you know, we didn't know the difference between the saliva test and the PCR test and everything else. And yet, you know, in early June, uh, and I think Miami kind of returned about that same time, if I'm not mistaken. But in early June, mid-June, we had, you know, kids back on campus trying to get ready to do something in September that we didn't know for sure was going to happen until about mid-August, let's be honest, right? Right. Um, and those kids made a commitment at that point, A, to try and stay healthy, B, to try and do the right things uh to stay healthy and the right things to support their teammates and i think that's your your point is well made i think every day of the commitment the young people have had to make look we all went to college right we all know what the college experience is supposed to be this is a long damn shot from the college experience what these kids have had to go through this year um you know it's not anywhere near the college experience and good heavens the environment you know i one of the things I miss more than anything is the few times I've been able to go to site and do a game this year. I miss the fans. I miss the band and the fans and all the things that drew me into this career. 
and I think it's one of the things that you know we'll treasure a lot more when we get it back. But you couldn't be more right in applauding the kids, the coaches, the administrators, and the medical personnel that, that kind of formulated this plan in this league. And you know we got a, we got a lot further down the road before we had to do a little bit of a reshuffle than I suspected we would. And now that we've had to do one, I think we've got a better than fair chance to finish it the right way. You are a master in college basketball. Of You're able to uh, detangle the ACC races down the stretch. <laughs> Can you untangle the Notre Dame, Clemson, Miami going down the stretch? Because uh, Notre Dame will finish on the 12th. Clemson will finish on the 5th. Miami will finish well on the twelfth or the fifteenth, but how is how is it that they could win two games and get to the championship game? Because they need somebody else. You're talking about Miami, right, Joe? Right. So Notre Dame and Clemson would yeah. have to lose some games, right? Well, no, Clemson has to lose one game because you lost to Clemson. Correct. That's, yeah, if Clemson loses one more game, you're going to the championship if you went out. But my because Clemson's is, already got a loss. Correct. I get that. But they're saying after this is going to bore our people, probably uh, that Georgia Tech game would be played if it was the, the championship game is that day where they push the Correct. championship. You're game only going to. Right. But what you're going to be is you're going to be you will have played uh, 10 conference games. You will have played. I'm sorry, nine conference games. You'd be eight and one. OK, right. Clemson would have played 10 conference games would be eight and two. So your winning percentage would be higher than Clemson's. Oh, and it would okay. Be the two top teams Correct. based on the conference winning percentage. I got you. Okay. So, you said that before, yeah. but I wasn't sure if that include. Okay. I got you. So that's our deadline right now is December 12th. Yeah. Because realistically, I mean, I think if, if, Clemson plays it straight. They finish on the fifth, right, at Virginia Tech. That's their last game, if I recall. Correct, yeah. Yeah, they play. If Clemson were to finish at 10-1, uh, 9-1 in the ACC on December the 5th, and Notre Dame, I think, is done on the 12th at Wake Forest, and let's say Notre Dame wins on the 5th, and even if they were to lose at Wake Forest, their percentage would be better than the Miami's and Clemson's. Clemson would finish at nine and one. Their percentage would be better than Miami's. Now, could you tie Clemson, you know, and Notre Dame at the end? Sure, you could. But because you lost to Clemson and you didn't play Notre Dame, you would be you'd be on the outside looking in. I guess would be. I'm not sure how the three way tie works, but I don't think it would get to that because you wouldn't be in the championship game because Notre Dame might be undefeated. If Notre Dame takes a loss, I think it gets interesting there too. I, I don't know how that. I haven't looked that far because. Quite frankly, I got enough going in my head right now. If I do more math, as as we talk about on the show, if I do end up doing more math, I'll get in real trouble. Okay, so, well, I hope uh, we I I hope we have that problem down the stretch. So so we'll see. Uh, what about your thoughts on the league right now in terms of Notre Dame and Clemson and Hell Carolina and Wake Forest put on an epic performance the other day? Uh, I think the football in the league has been very exciting. Yeah, it's it's been much. And Mark said this back in the back when we reset the show in June, uh, and I agree with him. I thought 2020 it was imperative the ACC find a way to play this year. I just felt like the league was going to be really good. I think the league has been really good. I think if we get to some bowl structure, uh, the league will show itself to be much improved nationally. 
Um, I think Notre Dame has been an asset. I think it's been a great partnership that this has worked out the way it has for both the league and for Notre Dame. Um, I think Clemson is still very good. Uh, I don't know. I thought Carolina Wake Forest the other day looked like Wyoming and Hawaii in like a 1993 (laughs) WAC game, personally. Um, But, uh, you know, there's – there was only one D in that ball game, and it wasn't in either Carolina or Wake Forest. It was like in stands or something like that. Neither one of those schools has a D in it, and it was shown in that ball game the other day. But um, I uh, look, I think there's some really good stories here. I think yours is one of the best in the country uh, because of what just you know. Let's be honest: the arrival of of the Eric King has been one thing. But just kind of that reinvestment of Miami. I think last Friday night you saw one of the other really good stories in the league in NC State. I think a team that went through some really, really difficult times in 2019. They came back in 2020, embarrassed in the second game of the year by three touchdowns at, uh, at Virginia Tech. They weren't going to let that kind of be their resolve in this year. And they, and they played very diff- they played very well. And they've had numerous changes, as you guys know, in the offensive line. And now they've gone back to the quarterback because of an injury. So, you know, you give Dave Dorn a lot of credit. But I, you know, Boston College is a great story. Uh, they're disappointing sides, too. Um, you know, I, I think we all thought Pittsburgh might be better. Uh, that has not proven to be true, in part because of the Kenny Pickett injury. Um, we thought Louisville would be better. Um, you know, and I think Miami exploited a lot of the Louisville weaknesses early in the year, and the cards have turned it over way too much. Look, this is a better football league, and you guys have known this, a better football league than it gets credit for nationally because nationally, they the one time the league I thought was really, really good, it took till about June or July after Clemson won the national title for everybody to admit the league was really good. You know, um, We didn't have that 24-hour you know declaration. So I think this is a really good, impressive 2020 message. And Notre Dame likely goes back to being an independent. I'm not breaking any news there. But this league, I think, will continue to grow. And I don't know how you guys feel about it. I think the coaching in the league is tremendous. I think the the coaching has gotten progressively better in the last six to eight years um, in a lot of fronts. And I, I think that's going to wear well for the league as we move forward, too. I've been so impressed with all of the a lot of the quarterbacking, and I mean, you you, you know, whether we we went to Louisville, we went through that. They got a quarterback. You go uh, yeah. the NC State deal. That that young man, he played. Hockman played better uh, against us than he did with the week previous. He's done a great job. And then, of course, at the North Carolina, um, you know, he might be the sleep. He might be one of the sleepers in the whole country as far as at that quarterback yeah. position. And I don't know if he's a sleeper yeah, he's anymore, but good. he's he's a pretty he's yeah. a pretty darn good guy. Yeah, I think that I think Don. Here's the we did this on the show last week, and and then you guys would have fun with this too. Pick out the best position group of players in the ACC. It's hard. I mean, we yeah. could talk about quarterbacks up and down the league roster. I could do the same at running back. I could do the same at wide receiver. How about defensive end? Everybody's got a defensive end. I mean, you know, you saw you guys got two great ones, and then you take how about those two cats at Pittsburgh? I mean, you know, Rashad Weaver and Patrick Jones, they're real. Um, you know, you start looking at, at guys, I mean, Boogie Basham at Wake Forest is the real deal. And now he's got a guy who's starting to come on on the other side. The two kids at Duke are good players at defensive end, Rump and D. Mukherjee. So 
look, this league's got they've got really good units, and I think, and you know, that's the thing about the league. We've been okay here and pretty good there, and so forth. I just happen to think the continuity of the league has gotten a lot better, a lot quicker this time around, and because of that, I think it's got staying power because of how good the recruiting has gone. I mean, Jeff Halfley, apparently, and I don't follow recruiting across the street, let alone for anybody in particular, but Jeff Halfley apparently has done a great job in the Northeast trying to rebuild Boston College from the recruiting perspective. So if that's happening, that's a good thing, I think, for our league, too. Yeah, If leadership stays with the, the coaches that they've assembled, then these teams will have the time to establish their identities. North Carolina State, I know they waffle on Doran, but you know when you play North Carolina State what you're getting. You're getting you know, a hand-in-the-ground type of team. Big, You're getting Wisconsin of the South. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And I think they, you know, you guys saw them run the ball effectively. I think they throw it the right way. I don't think they, you know, try and air it out. They don't get caught up in a scheme game that they can't win, right? Um, I think the other part about it is, is that you're seeing coaches that, like Virginia because they lost Bryce Perkins and they don't run it particularly well. They've had to try and find a way when Armstrong got hurt to scheme you. Um, and I'll even say this too, and I know you guys, you know, walked them down when they came to play you. But I, I've had Florida State the last two weeks, and I think the long runway on the rebuild is evident. And my personal opinion is, I think Mike Norvell is going to be a good coach for the Seminoles. But somebody up there is going to have to understand it's going to take a while. You just don't go down the hall, flip a switch, That's right. and do what they did in the '90s. It takes right. a while. And, I mean, you guys can speak to that a little bit. I well, mean, it's, it's probably taken some time at Miami to, to get it back. And, and I know that's the, the one thing everybody, you know, I'm sure you guys hate to hear, you know, is Miami back? Well, the, Miami will be back when they win the, the beer tap and, you know, in the CFP, right? You guys, when you that's win right. that gold trophy is when you're back. But right yeah. now, Florida State's got to worry about the process taking place and going through it the right way, in my opinion. Yeah, you made a great point this morning. See, I watch your show. You can't be in a constant rebuild. Miami can't be in a constant rebuild. We got to let it play out. Let teams get their identity. Play to that identity. Manny Diaz has got a vision, and hopefully, uh, he'll have the time to play it out. And I think it will eventually yeah. be successful. So, uh, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you got uh, early mornings. Thanks for taking the time to join us here tonight. Our next visit, we'll talk about basketball. Oh, there'll be a next visit? I can't wait. Uh, well, I hope so. I, uh, <laughs> hey. hey, Don. Don, yes, you think sir. I'm just going to let him get back? You know, think I'm going to let him walk, tell me he you know, ditched uh, Robin Roberts and Al Roker for me? You know, I mean, that, was that? I mean, he's the one driving around the Williamson Cadillac. He's the one driving around the Williamson Cadillac. He's got two of them. I, got, I tell you. My, my morning ritual, I turn on the stock market channel to see what kind of day we're going to have, and then I watch yeah. Packer and Durham. Yeah. And then you posted, you, know. yourself beating, you posted yourself on Twitter beating your daughter in Stratomatic the other night. That's correct. That, well, that's what I was reduced to. You think I have a great amount of joy doing these games? Of course. I was doing games on my dining room table. And, and all I want for Christmas is for you to tell me how to get – a two deep on Georgia Tech. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Don, Don, wait a second. Let me just Please. tell you. Yeah. Don, 
Yeah, you ought to get Roddy Jones on. Right, well, let me tell you a quick story. I got we got time for a quick story. <laughs> yeah, sure, go ahead. Quick story. Why not? All right, so we're do, Roddy and I are doing the Louisville Virginia Tech game, and Roddy Jones, you know, I did all of his games, right? So he he became a friend, and now bless his bless his heart, he's got to put up with me on the weekends, right? When we do these games at home or together or whatever the case may be. So Roddy is sitting there in the booth, and Georgia Tech is playing Notre Dame, and they're going to wear those black watch jerseys, right? Right. And nothing nothing is better than when something happens with Georgia Tech and Roddy sees it happen and it doesn't it just doesn't work for him, right? So literally he flips on the T V and we're sitting there watching the game and he goes, Oh my god, we look like Army. I said, Are you sure it's Army? It looks more like Purdue. He goes, I don't want to hear that out of you <laughs> <laughs> And I said, But don't worry. All those guys on the field, Roddy, are above the line. Just so you know, they're all above the yeah. line. Oh, so everybody's ready to go. All I know is, I'm sure, speaking for Don, is I spent about eight hours doing mix, mixing and matching, trying to match uh, stats to players of Georgia Tech and did some deep covert searching on too deep for Georgia Tech, and, and then the game is canceled. And he can't reuse the board either because all the numbers are already no, no. in. no. No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of work that around. It's, you know, it's okay to have extra man hours this year, Joe. It's okay. Yeah, I, it. I don't have anything. I'm not complaining. Not like I had anything <laughs> no. else to do in the spring. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. You guys stay safe. This is always right, fun let's... to do. I'm happy to be with you. I appreciate you asking me. And just remember, I'll be watching you, tomorrow morning. Cup of coffee, <laughs> Akron right. Durham. All right. We're gonna give Take you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out, Joe Z, watching this morning from uh, down in Hollywood, Florida. There, there you, you go. go. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk. That's a that's a West Durham from the ACC Network, the voice of the Atlanta Falcons as well. Love him, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. You know what's good? You know, I like he breaks your chops a little bit, Joseph. He comes after you a little bit. I, I, I always tell him this story also. His father, Woody, was one of the great play-by-play announcers in this country, the longtime voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels. And truth be told. Football uh, and basketball, Football Joe? and basketball, but, okay. you know, uh, just a giant in the industry and uh when i was a kid i could i could listen to his dad call games on this big radio that my father would have and the, it would come crackling into my uh bedroom and i would listen to acc basketball and i would listen to woody durham and then when i started in the business uh the station that i worked for to the right that begins with a six we carried acc games so we would carry uh woody durham now lo and behold we enter the ACC, and his father could not have been nicer to me when That's we came nice. in, came into the league. And of course, I think for his dad, one of his great thrills for Woody Durham was the night they beat us in football in two thousand two thousand four when the guy Is that when they the, had that fullback Joe. Oh yeah, Hedgecock. Hedgecock, yeah. Yeah, and they kicked the they 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 kicked the field goal to win and stormed the field. Of course, you were in the locker room that night, not too happy about that, mm. but. Uh, his dad could not have been been nicer to me. I was driving home one day from uh, Kane's camp, and the ACC network was replaying that game. So I texted Wes and said, hey, I'm listening to your father call this game. And by the way, your dad was always very nice to me. His father passed away about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, but just a very, very sweet person and a giant in our business. And, And Wes, just as nice. As, as nice a person as you can uh, can run across. And by the way, that North Carolina game, 
that might have been one of the beginnings of the end. Oh, yeah. I know. You thought so. remember that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What I remember is the week before we played at North Carolina State, Devin Hester returned the kickoff for a touchdown. We were walking to get our luggage. At that time, we went through the airport, and I said, well, the good news is we won. The bad news is we have to go back there next week and play again. Another night game, and we got a bit of an ambush uh, by North Carolina and lost in overtime, and really that was really the beginning of the end. I saw that coming. That that was that game right there. Um, that, that that was one of the first times I saw Miami get out physicaled in a football game. You know what I mean? They just were not themselves, and that uh, I remember that. I, I was a little surly in the locker room after that game. That was a that was a tough that was a tough one to handle. All right, we're going, to, we, we, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a, well, maybe not a quick break. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap up the show right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.